Hi there, Chris here. In this episode of the Unlock Your Sound podcast, I interview Netta Sin from MySphera. And we talk about building communities online. And Netta also discusses with us a really cool tool from MySphera called Spins. I highly recommend you give Spins a spin. I've given it a spin a few times myself. It's a really, really cool way to engage with your core fans. So here's the interview with Netta, and I hope you enjoy. Hi, Netta. Thank you for coming on. How are you today? Hi, Chris. How are you? Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, so um, no, it's good to have you on um, after some time. Yes, um, it's been a while that we've yeah. been uh, collaborating. So it's fun yeah, to, right. to do this as well. <laughs> 100%. I mean, I think we first connected like some years ago, like maybe in 2018 or something like that um i think we collaborated uh with you you being my sphera right right yeah yeah good <laughs> stuff so um no yeah and you know since then like i feel like you've been doing some really cool things something in particular that i find really cool at the moment so it'd be good to talk about that um and uh and yeah it's uh what is it spins yes yeah okay so uh, first of all like introduce yourself and um maybe tell us a bit about spins if you wouldn't mind sure uh so um so i am a co-founder at my sphere my uh co my second co-founder is uh Zulai, shout out uh and um we've been uh, in the past i think four years we've been uh uh, working in the music tech uh, sphere and uh, focusing on uh, providing solutions for uh, in mainly independent musicians, labels, and upcoming artists uh, to have other ch new channels or, or alternative channels to expose their music. Uh, so my sphere kicked off uh, with um, uh, a matchmaker, uh, right, uh, for music, that music that is being uplifted to us. Uh, we're matching it with most relevant tastemakers. We have a pool of uh, around 2,000 tastemakers uh, on our rosters. These are people that uh, love discovering music and can create impact in digital uh, platforms for music that they uh, like and they also uh, love to share with their audiences. Um, yeah, and we're uh, generating like uh, digital assets uh, in this uh, format for uh, for new music that is coming our way, and uh, we're very happy to be doing that for over fifty thousand musicians up to date. So, Great. Um, yeah, and That's thank awesome. you. Um, so, uh, in the past year, uh, as we've been uh, really exploring, also with the musicians. Uh, you know, that we've been working with and also some of the tastemakers that we've been working with. Uh, what are the, the their next main focuses or let's say their uh, new interests and also uh, from what we felt and we discovered and, uh, you know, uh, from our uh, understanding and um, yeah. let's say um, involvement in the in the music industry is uh, that there is another uh, another element that uh, is kind of like being in a way missed out and uh, or not missed out but you know is is now being on the verge of uh, getting more discovery uh, routes and stuff like that and that is 
uh, everything that has to do with uh, building your community, building your fan base, uh, better yeah. understanding your fan base, and providing for for uh, the people that are walking a mile with you uh, more opportunities to get involved, to sure. uh, yeah, um, and to to take part and grow together. Um, sure. So uh, combining that with our great passion for um, putting music first and uh, mm -hmm. creating more and more uh, experiences around music, uh, we've developed spins. So spins are uh, in a nutshell, so they are interactive uh, pages that are uh, all music themed um, and they provide and they can provide different um, music themed experiences uh, for your uh, for the audiences. So, for example, it can be uh, uh, towards an upcoming show. Uh, sure. You can create a spins or if you have a new release or it's just Tuesday and uh, you want to interact with your audience, but you don't really have any, uh, you know, specific content in mind. So spins uh, can be a great uh, solution to that. So musicians uh, or any person who is a content creator that uh, loves also to interact with music or to introduce music to their audiences um, can set up the, a themed uh, spins page and it provides uh, some sort of a gamified uh, uh, experience for, right. uh, for the audience. Um, it's a great way for them to get exposed to music and to listen to music, uh, right? Not just, uh, not just by seeing... Uh, um, let's say, uh, a single uh, image or a single uh, reel or story, but act, but really listening to a bunch of uh, tracks uh, on one session. Um, and it provides also a lot of insights for uh, for, the, sure. for the spins creator. So yeah, this is like in a nutshell. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense, yeah. I mean, I, that's kind of one of the, I mean, what attracted me to it, like when I first, gave it a spin, if you will, <laughs> um, was uh, how kind of, because there's <clears throat> there's quite a few solutions, obviously, in the page, the landing page space, but this one was a bit more of a, kind of like you say, gamified, a bit more fun, a bit more like interactive um, with, the, with the audience. Um, is that something you kind of like focused on when developing spins? Uh, it's a great question. Um, yeah, we we kind of like felt and also from, you know, doing a lot of exploration and talking also with a lot of uh, artists and also with a lot of fans that one of the things is that, you know, we're we're in a in the, um, in abundance of content. Right. So yeah, right. there's <clears throat> there are so many uh, places to to be at so many uh, social networks, so many platforms, right. and the the medium is also uh, changing and transforming all the time. And there is something. Uh, there is some. It's great. However, it's very static, right? Like even Definitely. when we scroll or when we uh, right we uh, pass along, and and then sometimes and. In those different platforms, we cannot uh, um, connect on a more, uh, let's say, on a more personal basis. Um, it's not necessarily by 
you know, identifying if you're a fan, for instance. So it's not necessarily by identifying uh, by who you are. It's, it's Of course, it's up to you. But it's more on if I really care about, uh, right, the... I care about this musician or mm -hmm. th or this artist, and and I feel like I want to be, I want to be part of something. So I think like the the experience is a lot. Uh, it's it's a lot about that, and uh, oh. and we feel like a lot of uh, fans want to be heard, want to want to be involved, want to uh, yeah, uh, want to be part of the process, and want to get something that is uh, that is not. That that they're not only left as passive uh, viewers. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> and that's something I believe in quite a lot. There's like a big difference between. This is something I try and get artists to think about quite a lot. Is that like, you know, not everyone who follows you, like, kind of sounds a weird thing to say, but like not all your followers are the same or equal in, in their fandom for you and that sort of thing, right? Um, there's a lot to be said about the concept between like, you know, passive viewers or passive followers or like actively and actively like engaged music fans, right? Sure. Like for, for any artist, you're going to get, you're going to get loads of passive uh passive audience right but what really matters is is finding ways to connect with those who are actively engaged right and spins to me seems like a great way to do that um so when we last spoke about it you shared with me some shared with me some really cool examples uh of <laughs> artists using spins and some really cool like stories uh behind that would you mind sharing a bit about about those sure um uh, maybe just just before i share you would just like yeah. to address uh, the point that that you made and also you have a lot of experience and knowledge in that in that field as well so i think it's also great for uh for musicians to hear your voice um i think that there's a lot to uh to to emphasize regarding um regarding the fact that it's it's very true that um the number of followers, let's say, or the number of uh, right, it's it's not necessarily an indication of fans, and this Definitely. is something I think that should be very very much emphasized, uh, especially for musicians, uh, since a lot of them might be random uh, random people who might have seen something through another person or whatever, and they perhaps they just followed, but they won't necessarily see it on their feed. They won't necessarily uh, pause and view. So sure. it's a lot about sure. creating those hooks and there is more personal connections yeah. in order to reel them in and create and understand who are your, your fans and to leverage the ones that are your fans in order to, uh, to grow your fan base. That's a good um, word, hook. Hook. It's a hook. You said hook, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Because um, that to me sound like <clears throat> something i promote quite a lot to artists is like look you need to give your fans a means to um share with you you know like to subscribe to your mailing list and that sort of thing right yeah. um which is huge because 
there's a big difference isn't there like there's um like if you're building an email list and people subscribe to you that in in marketing right they call that permission marketing right it's it's when someone subscribes to your mailing list they've permitted you to directly communicate with them which is huge that's a huge like level of trust isn't it what m much more so than it is on um like following you on social media but if we if we use the 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 funnel concept in marketing right like the the follow is the is merely a consideration phase would you agree and then yeah. like then when when someone joins your mailing list for example it's very much like uh what do they what do they call that that might be it's like the next day uh, we took it to the next stage yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> right but, but i love the way that you put it that like the, the a follow is a consideration i think yeah. it's very very on point to put it this way it's uh the we i mean i think like you know and especially in this era we shouldn't be uh tricked by numbers right uh yeah yeah definitely. or right more than more than by actions so uh especially of followers i mean uh yeah. so what you get from those numbers of followers is what you should think about and not oh I, if i have uh ten thousand followers it means that this is my crowd this is my crew no <laughs> yeah, sure. about the people that engage from those ten thousand and interact and return these are the ones that uh, should be considered yeah. so um yeah so I, we can share a few examples for sure um can start off by uh you know one of the uh, the musicians that uh, we've been working with for for quite some time um he created a, a few months ago spins uh, uh around his uh, a new release of his and he was actually uh, running um, a remixer challenge. So it was like, oh. you know, a dance track and uh, he wanted, uh, and uh, him and his label, they wanted to uh, to find someone that would uh, remix uh, the track. So they ran, uh, so they ran a, a remix challenge. And so they opened it up and uh, a lot of like really cool and uh, awesome producers uh, submitted themselves. And in order to create more hype around it and also for him to better better learn his audience. So we created a spins uh, around, uh, around the, this challenge. And then he introduced to his audience like the different, uh, the different producers so they could uh, check out uh, uh, different music that was produced by each one through the sh their spins and provide their feedback on what they uh, or their take on what they heard, which ones they think should remix uh, the new the new track, and that got shared a lot and many of his uh, followers uh, uh, reeled in and uh, played the spins. So they got introduced to like different producers. Uh, they listened to a lot of music, and he got his his feedback uh, regarding uh, which ones were their uh, most favored ones, to, uh, and and that led to obviously uh, uh, alongside uh, his uh, preference, but then having also his uh, uh, fans take. Uh, so he picked uh, the uh, the producer who. Uh, who remixed uh, the single? So that was another way for us to give another boost and another uh, uh, hype around the track. 
also mm-hmm. to expose new uh, other producers who also shared it. So he got exposed also to their audience, right? And vice right. versa. So right. they had like shared audience um, or cross audience uh, promotion uh, as a side right. effect. Uh, yeah, and uh, more tracks were listened to. So that was cool. So this is uh, one example. I can give another example of the, um, a UK-based artist uh, uh, that uh, towards uh, her tour. So she wanted to uh, put it high, uh, to highlight and uh, uh, some of her back catalog. So she has uh, a rich back catalog, a lot of albums that were released uh, throughout the years. Sure. So um, she decided to create... Uh, various spins pages and to introduce them uh, every day uh, each one for a different album and then each day she asked her fans um, which tracks uh, from this album uh, do you like the most or would you like to hear on my upcoming tour so uh, she had hundreds and hundreds of people who played each different spin um, many of them well when it, it resulted that you know the vast majority of them, uh, first they listened to all of the tracks, so they literally like you know got it another uh, another spin to her sure. album, hmm. uh, which is great because then she got more listens from it. Many of them saved the tracks <clears throat> that they liked into playlists. This is another feature that we're providing uh, through Spins is to um, it uh, you can automatically save the tracks that you liked from a specific page to uh, to a playlist of yours. Okay. Uh, a lot of them provided her their emails, so uh, right. right to get future. Uh, future updates from her. So she also increased <clears throat> her mailing list for, uh, as a result from that. That's great. And of course, she got another boost to her uh, to her upcoming tour. So, right. yeah. Yeah, so. everything really. I mean, that's what I also love about that example is um, like, is I like, I like anything that is, because I, I I've always believed and I do believe and it's true that um, even your oldest music is new to someone who's never heard it before, right? So any any opportunity to like on spot, <laughs> yeah, right. Any opportunity to um, give people another uh, another opportunity to listen to previously released music, because I, I I feel like in the music industry we're just we're always obsessed with the next release, and it and it's the next release, and all the old releases are are history you know and and it's a bit like like for me actually especially with the on-demand kind of world that we live in now you know streaming on demand etc for me i'm like no actually what you're really releasing is the body of work that is your catalog and you're releasing it one bit at a time and how that catalog exists like on the internet and how that's curated is is something you know is what is what it is um so anything that artists can do to like create and curate the experience that someone goes through from discovery through um you know through diving into the catalog etc and becoming a fan that way for me is I, I love that you know like because yeah like I said I I feel like we're always obsessed with the release and there's this kind of like sentiment that the release only has like a month to be successful. And out after that, that's it. I'm like, no, it's up, you know, it's up. 
Definitely. So I love that example, especially, you know, and especially, of course, like the artist collecting email addresses, that's huge. That's first party data. That's names in the email addresses of of their audience. You know, um, that's that's when you actually have an audience, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, I, I would just like to put like a side note on that, that, of course, uh, the emails are with the consent of the fans. So of course, only fans who, uh, who want to do that. Well, we're not uh, collecting anything without uh, of course, yeah. any agreement. Um, yeah, so I think, well, you know, we could look at it in, in, two, in two ways. I think, yes, for, for artists that are, let's say, more established, it's always great to collect more uh, more emails. And, uh, of course, it's uh, one of their uh, prime focuses, right? Uh, so they can interact. However, I, I do think that also um, this is very crucial also for independent and up upcoming artists. Um, I think that there's a lot of like you know there's this sense of um some sort of like a need for 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 them to be scattered uh, um all over different platforms sure. right in order to try and um uh get noticed more um or right to get more uh uh to become more trendy or or whatever right. and they put a lot of effort in it and and of course everything is is important however um I, I i i do feel it that it should be stressed for for every artist that um even beyonce didn't start uh you know with uh hundreds of thousands of of fans right yeah. we all they all we all start from somewhere and having that even bunch of people they can be friends and family they can be uh a few uh, uh right fans who found your music uh if it was on spotify or they saw it on a TikTok or or uh, they they heard it on radio and but but it, it hooked them and and they became your fan and maybe they are um one among uh uh few right but right <clears throat> for them to be the ones who discovered you uh, among the first and to be loyal to that. So we need to, you need to learn how to leverage and to work with that. So I think um, for fans, for, for artists uh, to, to kind of like get, uh, get used to owning their fan base uh, and, yes. and owning their, uh, uh their community in in different in different places as you mentioned right because if you have a few on tiktok and you have another few on instagram and you have another bunch of uh, listeners on uh, spotify or on apple music or deezer or another uh, bunch on youtube it's all scattered and and then getting starting to get them into uh, the same place and being the one who's owning it um yeah. Having that sense of like, t and also taking ownership on your content, right? Yeah. Um, so if you're a if you're an artist and a musician, um, you can leverage the fact that your domain is music. I mean, right. it's great right. to create videos. It's great to create reels. It's great to create uh, different uh, types of content. However, it's also great to uh, create stuff that are around music, because this is what you guys are doing 
uh, and it can get it can get people to even better engage with you because of because it's the, your domain. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, I I get what you mean as well because like if you do make other content, it should be about the music in some way or another, right? Like if you know what what I see people doing quite a lot is like oh this like dance videos are happening on tiktok so i'm gonna do those but but in my head i'm like but you could have told a really cool story in video about how your album came about right you know? like it should exactly it should be connected it should come home right it it should be about about the craft it should be about you right about your story and and that sort of thing like you know a, a conversation i have of artists often is like artists will say how do i promote xyz and then i say the question is what's the story behind xyz and how can i tell it to my audience that's what we do right yeah exactly. um you know and but that's a, i think that's the difference between just music promotion and storytelling isn't it music promotion is just you know killing yourself to try and get a few more views where like storytelling is turning up being an artist telling people why you're here you know and connect and resonating if that makes right. sense right definitely definitely i i can i can totally relate and i i also <clears throat> think that you know and and the, I'm I'm talking also from my experience and think that uh, you know the abundance of uh, content and different platforms and the way that you know things are constantly evolving and changing can be intimidating, especially Definitely. if you're independent and you're trying to to grow and get more and get noticed and and so on. Um, and and I think that one of our our missions are. Uh, uh, right, our, our goals, and uh, hopefully, uh, uh, we humbly we hope that we can do uh, as much as we can to help, is to to enable uh, artists, uh, let's say from day one, um, to have in their hands the tools that uh, the tools and the insights that um, it that are mainly, uh, let's say can be available uh, in, in, in their perception, maybe only for the big players. Right. So we want to bring it down to them to make yeah. it affordable, to make it to make it useful, to make it easy and seamless. Sure. It's not about uh, right uh, creating uh, uh, heavy uh, productions now and uh, right yeah. uh, directing uh, video. No, it's about something that should be really, really fun, seamless. It takes three minutes. You have the spin page. Start rolling it out to uh, to your uh, to your friends. They will share it with their friends. To your uh, close crew of fans, they will share it with the with their people. Yeah. Or recommend about artists that you discovered and you love. They would be happy to share it with their audiences as well. Yeah, sure. Start creating those viral loops. Uh, you know, from from the inside out. Uh, yeah. But do it in a very um, in a very easy way, right? Like it's, it's no brainers. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, that's one thing you touch upon there. There's a couple of things that, like, one thing that I feel like is uh, not done enough, or like not an opportunity that isn't explored enough, is like 
artist to artist marketing like it it doesn't happen enough like it's so true you know i i've painted the picture of people so many times i'm like hey look if you're an artist with a, a thousand followers but you're in a group of 10 artists each with a thousand thousand followers you've got ten thousand followers if you just promote each other's content like when obviously when it's authentic and when you're friends and when you yeah. really like their stuff but like yeah 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 but i do believe that there's quite a gap there you know and maybe it isn't easy enough i don't know but like you know there's there's a lot to be said by there's a lot to be said about building yourself build yourself by building others and and that sort of thing um right um i i i couldn't agree more um i couldn't agree more i think like from from my point of view and again i'm talking as as netta here <laughs> I think that uh, one of the ways to uh, that can I, I can say even as a music fan, right? Um, I think that one of the things that that I'm usually hooked by is if there's a musician that I follow eagerly and I love their music, and right. So if they sometimes share something, a new artist that they discovered and they liked, yeah. I would be very intrigued to listen to it because Definitely. I really love Definitely. their music and their style. So it would really be interesting for me to listen to their recommendation or for example, if they would share some of their influences. Yes. I mean, this is one of the topics that I always love exploring. Who are the influences of, of musicians that I that yeah. I listen to? Um, so I think it, it's <clears throat> kind of like a combination of uh, you know, a point that you uh, that you mentioned, which is very important, like keeping it real, keeping it authentic. Yeah, right. Uh, we should keep in mind that, especially in an era of you know that content is everywhere, um, people can sense when something is not authentic, definitely even faster than uh, than before. So, I, yeah, I would suggest like keeping it as real as possible and. Also telling the story around it. Sure. So like a recommendation that comes with, hey, these are like really cool artists that I discover or people that I would love to collaborate with, or these are, have been my inspirations, or this is the music that I listen to, um, you know, before uh, for holiday season, like stuff like that, cool. that can also relate, uh, can, can share another uh, layer or story about you um, without getting right too personal and like getting people inside your home, maybe if you don't feel comfortable with that, but you can tell a story through music. So yeah, I and and through that, the I think like the cross audience is something that can definitely grow naturally and and beautifully. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So uh, one thing, because uh, I remember when I tried spins there's a, a there's a there's a few categories of spin is there not um it'd be cool to talk a bit about that if you wouldn't mind <laughs> sure um so at the moment uh so as i mentioned that uh, we were these are uh, themed pages so basically uh anyone who is uh, creating uh, a spins can either pick from uh uh, the various templates that we're providing or uh, right sure. just uh, created uh, one on on their own uh, so we have templates that are uh, splints into two main types 
uh, one is more dedicated to if uh, if the person, the creator of the of the page, wants to uh, promote a specific uh, link. Let's say that a link can be, uh, let's say, tickets for a show, or yeah. a pre-save of an upcoming single, or a remix, or a, a new video that is coming out, or a line of merch that is around a new album, or anything such. So we have different templates for, for that scenario. And and then the spin page will also uh, you know, become another route of promoting this link. Right. Um, and the other one is like it's more about um, engaging more engaging your ongoing uh, fan base and growing your fan base. So here we have a lot of like themed pages that can be around different topics uh, mm -hmm. from holidays to remixes to uh, 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 new artists that uh, uh, were discovered or uh, artist uh, that influenced you and so on and so on. And this is also another great way to just uh, create content in right, just a few minutes uh, and enrich your uh, your digital platforms with more content. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, that makes sense. Without heavy lifting productions. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, great. Um, I think um, the last thing would be, like, what do you, What's generally, I mean, first of all, who who is um, the kind of like ideal user of spins? Oh, um, so we've been uh, we've been uh, running for for a few months already with the spin. So first, I think that uh, from what what from from what we have so far, so I think that it's a lot about independent musicians, yeah. uh, labels that yep. can definitely leverage also from that uh, and also established artists that want to better engage their audiences and to grow their audiences and to uh, uh, boost their back catalog. Yeah, um, right. So this is, uh, this is for sure. It can be also a lot of like content creators that also interact with music, gamers, podcasters, right. uh, brands. Yeah, I mean, think about it like, let the music shine and get get uh, audience uh, playing with it, playing it and playing with it, and right. get a lot of insights also through that. It's great. It's, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, cool. And um, in general, like because I feel like for any independent creator, if you like, it's probably quite difficult to know what to focus on right and like um you know obviously i have a lot of thoughts about this but i'd be interested to i mean first of all what do you think is um the biggest challenge for like independent musicians at the moment um and what do you think they should focus on in general they, this is in general right yeah it's a it's a great question um I think that for independent musicians, it should be um, first uh, I, about getting music out there. To, mm -hmm. to really start with that, uh, I think that there is still a lot of, uh, um, let's say, uh, that there's still a lot of uh, in clarities from time to time about 
when to push a single or when to push an album, when to uh, when to sure. approach uh, this uh, path of uh, of uh, marketing and promotion versus the other. So and so, I think that there's still a, a lot to be done that in that sense, since um, right music. And it's also uh, understanding uh, or or under understanding the or positioning right the music that you're creating. Um, let's say, perhaps you you created a really really good track, um, but this is a great track that uh, can can be integrated in playlists or soundtracks and stuff like that. So it's also having that stuff in mind versus uh, uh, music that is. That the entry point for that music can be more uh right let's say on a, a TikTok challenge or stuff like that so also understanding that type of positioning of music um the second thing i would say uh is and this is a tricky one but i think it's uh having a mindset of where would you like to be i mean i'm sorry in advance for the cliche but where would you like to be in in a year or two right. years from now, like, would you like to be touring? Would you like to uh, creating more and more studio albums? Would you like to be uh, creating a soundtrack for a movie? Like having one yeah. goal in mind that you feel like this is like, this is something that I want to con to uh, conquer. And, and the third one, and I think this is like uh, another crucial one, is like building your fan base from day one and getting yeah. and having them growing with you there yeah. are many ways to do that also today uh discord is a great yeah. channel, great 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 channel to uh, sure. have these people with you from day one uh newsletter as you mentioned uh patreon i think is also a great example Definitely. um i i there are also um you know other different uh Solutions, for example, uh, some smart links that I, I I would love to to give some shout outs for. Uh, for example, you have Cozy Music that are great. You have uh, Zazame. They they're more focused on uh, art or musicians and creators, but they provide also different features that can also help growing the fan base and also growing monetization. So, I would definitely recommend looking on things that uh, provide these uh these types of combinations and yeah, yeah and of course uh you know um uh, you know getting uh, sources of information and knowledge from uh, from uh, people like you i think it's priceless like finding also the right uh places to 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 get what's uh, what's real and what's happening and uh sure. and to, to learn from that yeah no, that's good stuff. Um, I especially like what you said about being kind of like goal oriented, right? Because, you know, the conversation I have with artists often is like, um, this is, and this is something that sounds controversial, but when, when artists say to me, like, I just want to get the music heard, I'm like, why? what we what are we aiming for what's the what's the purpose of that you know like because mm -hmm. you can get the music heard all day long 
you know you can spend a, a bunch of money on playlists and you know and all of these things ads or whatever you can get the music heard all day long but that's not necessarily you you don't just get the music heard and then profit and then everything's good right, right. there's right. there's a lot more to it there's because when you're an artist and you there's there's the there's day zero which is um the day you decide that you're not just making music for yourself but you actually want something back from it is the day you're in business right the day you're kicking off a brand kicking off a career you know and then and that involves a lot of the stuff that we've talked about but when when artists say to me for example when i say to them Oh, what do you want to achieve in three months or six months or whatever? Oh, I want fifty thousand streams. Okay, cool. Let's say I give you fifty thousand streams now. Now what? What do we do now? What's next? What is that a proxy to that is gonna, you know, help yeah. you build the career that you want to build, right? Because just getting streams all day long won't do it right you have to build a fan base you have to cultivate it you have to have a business in there somewhere right Definitely. um you know and it's yeah like it's not getting the music heard is one thing right but it isn't the whole thing by by right. any means and a lot of people say it they're like I just want to get the music out there i'm like to who you know and 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 that's another thing it's like knowing your audience and i and i have this conversation with artists quite a lot i'm like who's the audience Oh, people who like this genre of music. I'm like, no, who are they? Like, what what Definitely. do they look like? Where where do they hang out? What what kind of, you know, what brand of coffee do they buy? Like, what who are they? You know, and it's it's a big. So true. It's not something you figure out on a piece of paper one time, but it is something you have to think about and learn. Like you mentioned earlier, learning your audience, right? Right. Like for me, collecting, you know, like getting people to subscribe to your mailing list or to spin on spins with you is you learning your audience is get is you know in business we call that insight right um it's it's a huge piece of it but yeah that's why that's why i'm like always keen to like give things like spins a spin i'm gonna keep doing that but um <laughs> because it rhymes the, yeah <laughs> so um we're gonna you know, adapt because, that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, you can have that. Um Thank you. <laughs> and uh that one's for free, that one. And uh but we'll yeah, like anything that <laughs> anything that allows you to get an insight from your audience, I think is a is a significant part of um yeah, growing as an artist. So yeah, um, um is I there, think yeah, yeah sorry, I would just like to, because uh, I think what you said was, uh, I think it's, it's a brilliant point, and, um, and it, it's great that you brought it up, you know, we're, you know, we have uh, the other product that we have, right, like uh, um, uh, these MySphere campaigns that are uh, getting music exposed via the tastemaker, so, yeah, but, you know, there are a few times that uh, musicians, because we, we are, basically matching the the tracks to uh to the tastemakers that the musical yeah. styles uh, would be the most appealing and relevant for them and we do get uh you know rarely but like uh, musicians that are saying 
hey, I, I want, uh, let's say, that, that my music would reach only this and that, uh, let's say, territory or type or, or playlists or uh, right tastemakers from this genre. And then we're saying to them, yeah, I mean, maybe this is what you have in mind and that's great. However, hey, look, here are like uh, five or 10 other uh, tastemakers who might've not been from what you had in mind to begin with, but they really right. liked your music and they're exposing it to their audiences. And maybe here you're just discovering right. a new section of uh, potential fans. Yeah. So it's like to kind of like release the bias maybe from like yeah, what sure. you have in mind and like yeah, as yeah. you said like learn your audience i think it's it's a great point uh, yeah it's i think said. it's it's but you both theorize and it's like any scientific method right you you have a theory you have an idea and then you run an experiment you gather the data and then you update the theory right it's right um you know and something that's huge as well i think is something that when you when you have an idea of what your audience is is it's also a good idea to figure out what the affinity audience is like so for example like i did some work with a metal band some time ago and mm -hmm. one of their like affinity audiences which is like an audience like for anyone listening who doesn't know what that means it's like an audience that kind of isn't directly the audience but is a proxy to the audience in, in some way or another right right and one thing i got them to think about or like the the label of the the metal band was like hey think about gaming right a lot of gamers like playing heavy metal music in open world mu massively multiplayer online role-playing games and that sort of thing like that might not be directly your audience but it could definitely be a proxy to your to your audience think about that and then it got them thinking about twitch and streams and that sort of streaming and that sort of thing you Amazing. know so it's but it's it's work that you do on an ongoing basis right it's not something you figure out once like i said it's like and like you said as well it's you know you don't want to have a bias because what what a lot of artists do they're like oh they're people like me i'm like that's just your <laughs> easiest guess so like that's the most convenient easiest thing to come up with but maybe it's not it's not just people like you it can be just people like you but it could also be other people you know and that and that comes back to the story like what's your story and then you know because part of your story might be something that happened to you and you know if, if that's what you want to share which some people do some people don't but guess what whatever happened to you happened to other people and that's that's an, uh, that's you know someone who should be resonating with you as well right so yeah i think we could talk for days about that stuff <laughs> oh <laughs> for sure <laughs> um so listen thank you for coming on um really appreciate thank it thank you so um, much for having me of it's course been where, a, it's been a blast yeah absolutely um where can people go to give spins a spin that's the last time i'm gonna drop that <laughs> on, on that one <laughs> No, it's it's uh, it's okay. Thank you. Uh, so uh, they can just uh, go to uh, to our website to uh, mysphera.co and uh, yeah. they can find spins there. And uh, right. yeah, just uh, come and uh, check it out. Give spins a spin. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put the links in the show notes and everything, obviously. But um, thank you so much for coming on. Um, thank really you. appreciate it. And um, 
yeah, uh, I'll definitely be, well, I have been also talking to some artists about spins and that sort of thing, especially with upcoming releases and that sort of thing. So, but yeah, like I said, like I, I appreciate anything that, you know, gets us out of the social media grind and into a more directly connected engagement piece you know so thank you so much for coming on um thank you. and uh we'll see you again soon yes definitely have a great day and you